going on St. Loud Podcast. Once again, it is your host, Boogie the Beast. Thank you so much for rocking with me. It is May of 2019, and I had to get an all-star lineup just like last week, just like the week before, and just like always, I get dope-ass people on this podcast. Without further ado, I wanted to introduce you to another man that's making something really, really great in his community, and it's going to start touching the city, and it's going to start touching the state, and we're going to cross it across the entire United States. Born and raised in South Central Los Angeles. He is going to run for mayor one day. He is the creator and founder of not only an older group called Front Runners, but now the new and improved Keep It Run 100. No other man than my man, Mr. Butter. What's going on? What's Mr. Going on? Barack O'Butter. What's going on? Thank you for having me, brother. I'm happy to be here. Absolutely. Thank you so much for joining us. I know you're on a thick timeline. His assistant has blessed me with about an hour, <laughs> so I'm going to get him in and out. Um, but, you know, just for the people who don't know you, man, you know, just... Take us down memory lane a little bit. Who's Butter? Um, Butter. I'm just a normal guy from South Central Los Angeles. Uh, I didn't know I wasn't born here, but I've been here 33 years of my life. Uh, it's pretty much my whole life. South Central is everything to me. Grew up on Western Avenue. Everything Western Avenue is is is, is my, my my block. You know, mm. went to, all my schools were pretty much off of Western. You know, 74th Street, LaSalle, Horse Man, well, Washington, high Washington High School, Gen- <laughs> Generals, baby. <laughs> Generals, baby, <laughs> you know, um, but nah, it's a cool dude from the city, you know, I am LA, I am the mayor, <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it's not even a, a cocky thing, but I could, whatever you need, I could get it for you. You so, get a tire change I, at 3 a.m.? I, I can make it happen. I feel know, that. So. What was the dynamic like um, growing up in your household? Um, It was cool. Um, My mom, my mom's Belizean, so grew up with a... Very strong mother who, you know, very traditional, very, you know, uh, she was a teacher. So she was, she was big on education somewhere. You know, I, I, I shifted a little bit and that, that wasn't really my focus. But um, she she was tough. You know, she I with her, I tell people. I knew like I had friends that were doing all type of things. So I knew I knew my boundaries, though, because I was scared of my mom, you know, mm-hmm. so. Um, in the house, it was me, my mom, my sister. So I got. Are you I was, older or older? I'm, younger? I'm the oldest, so I was a man. I was a man. Yeah, I was a man of the house. Okay, you know, I, you know, I messed up a little bit, but my mom was there to kind of keep me in place, so I didn't drift too far. Mm-hmm. So, um, uh, with now with me having a kid as well, like I see why my mom did the things she did, and I appreciate her for it. Mm-hmm. I, like I tell people all the time, like growing up as a as a young black male, like. You know, you do things with your friends, and you know, peer pressure could be shit. Peer pressure could be a lot, and you know, you could tend to drift in the wrong direction. But my mom was always on me. She was, she was always a mom like, call me wherever, call me when you get to wherever you're going. And mm-hmm. I'm like, man, ain't nobody it, else, it, ain't nobody else. Yeah, it didn't make yeah. sense. Like nobody else called their mom, right? You know, but I'm like, now I see why she did it because she cared. Mm-hmm. You know, and like I see the kids who. Who parents didn't care. I see how they turned out. So, mom, if you're listening, I appreciate you. Thank you. I love you. Shout out to Mama Butter. You know what I'm saying? Now, going off of that, where does the name 
butter come from? Like, where does that nickname? So playing basketball. It was a youth. Okay. You know, Lil Hooper. Lil Ho- you know, that, that was that was the dream. You know? <laughs> Hope was the dream. You know, hey, <laughs> I, I still got it for anybody who needed it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it ain't go. It ain't went nowhere. The jumper is still there. Okay? Oh my god. But um, nah, butter. You know, coach told me. You know, he said you smooth like butter. And it at the, and this was when I was young. So at that time, uh, Sunset Park was around too. The, the movie. Wow. So the star player on the team was named Butter. So you know, it just. Took a, it, 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 it just took its time, took its toll, and yeah, kept running it with it. Yeah, kept running with it. And, you know, like, I introduced myself to people as Butter. They asked me, what does your mama call you? I say, she calls me Butter. So, you have to as well, you know? So, going off, like you said, growing up and, you know, everything happened on Western Ave, South Central Los Angeles, for, you know, transplants moving to L.A. or for people who have never been to L.A. that have only seen the Hollywood of it or anything like that. Um, obviously, you guys have a lot of movies. <laughs> have taken place, Boys in the Hood, Menace to Society, Friday, um, you know, like even How to Be a Player, I think, touches yeah. a little bit of it. Like what in that dynamic of like what did the movies play that like represented and was a disrepresentation? I mean, like that stuff, like the, the things in those movies, they happen. Mm-hmm. But that's not like what South Central is all about. You know, like people, people are always like, oh, like. Can I wear red if I come here? You know what I'm saying? Or can I wear, you know? That's a real thing. Because, look, I've had to put away my Cleveland Indians jersey. Can't wear that. I feel like. But go ahead. Yeah. No, no, no. You're good, bro. It's just yeah. like, my thing was always, like, okay, be myself, like, about myself. Like, I grew up I grew up in the Crips. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I grew up around a bunch of Crips. But Now, if I can ask, what I grew up, I grew up in the 60s. Well, well, I grew up between... The 60s and the A-Trace, which is the biggest gang beef gotcha. ever. Gotcha. gotcha. Like, that's the biggest gang beef ever. Right. So, um, so my, where my middle school is, that's where we, like, it's, it's all jurisdictional. Like, right. Where my middle school is, is kind of where we all kind of, like, come together. Well, both hoods kind of come together. When you go into high school, if you live, like, north of 76th Street, like, you're kind of, like, attached to the 60s. If you live south of 70, if you live south of 76, you're kind of attached to like the A-Trays. Okay, got like, it. In the, in the A-Trays, like there's a park called St. Andrews Park. I grew up playing basketball at St. Andrews. I lived in the 60s though. Okay, got it. So like, you know, I'd be leaving the park and like dudes from A-Tray be like, oh, you need a ride home? I'd be like, well, no, you can't really take me home. <laughs> <laughs> so like, hey, I love it, but I can't. So yeah, like, um, so I grew up with both of them. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like I never, I never decided to pick, pick either one. I just, you know, I did my thing. I kept them where I needed to keep them. Like, like on my block, I grew up. Um, it was like the like the hood house, you know, you can call it of like the sixties, where I, like the area where I'm at. And one of my best friends, who we just passed away last year, uh, rest in peace, TS, like um, one of my best friends from A Trey. So right. I got to go to his house. You know what I'm saying? Right. And I, all my other, you know, I have friends on both sides, and I'm not gonna be like, oh, I'm not gonna come in over there because of where I live or my association. Like no. Um, but no, like, it's crazy because this gangbanging shit is real and like a lot of people don't understand, you know, when you're not from here, you don't really understand it. So you just, absolutely, you kind of just, you either scared or you just don't, you know, you're scared to do certain things or you just don't give a fuck and you're going to find out the hard way. So it's just like, um, yeah, it's not like the movies though. Like this, it's nothing, it, the movies just make it seem like it's just all like ghetto shit and no, nah, it's cool. It's cool place in South Central. It's cool people in South Central, like. Like I said, Ruben and Chris, my favorite color is red, so I wear, you know what I'm saying? Like, I wear that all the time, but 
Nah, it's straight. Now, comparing that as an adult, you know, like you said, compared to like when you grew up, when you go back to the neighborhoods and we'll get into some of the projects that you have gone and you're going to do um, back and, you know, what, what helped you and what raised you, what is, how does it, how do you take the gentrification of it or like, um, is it still like, is, does it feel like home still to you when you go like down, uh, like my street, block does, down your block? Like my block does. Like it still feels like home. I'm not, you know. Vacation, it's it's gonna happen. I can't, I'm, I can't fight it. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's somewhat. It's, it's it's our fault. Somewhat, you know why it's happening? Cause like, our grandparents leave us homes, and you know we take the quick buck when they come when they come knock at the door. Like, oh, we want to buy the house. So we can't be mad at gentrification. You know, like, um, but like it's not a problem for me. Like I know it, it has to happen. Like shit. Where I live now is expensive as fuck, <laughs> but you know, like, <laughs> um, we're making it work. Right, I'm, I'm figuring it out. I'm making it work. Um, you know, like, like for say, like that's huge. Inglewood, like Inglewood's about to change. Yes, Inglewood, especially, like, you know, especially with the, the arena coming. Arena, the stadium. So, like, I just seen something the, the other day where like um, that old ladies' like, rent. Yeah, the rent was like twelve hundred, and now it's going up to like twenty five or something like that. It's like that's crazy. She's living off Social Security right, or something like that. That's crazy as fuck. Like, you right. Know, like, risk going up. Like, everything is going up, but wages aren't going up. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So, it's like, what do we do? You know, like, I'm... Shit. You got you In LA, you have to work and have a side hustle. You got to have two side hustles. The shit. Don't have no kids, because that's going to be... Stay at home. <laughs> Stay at home so you're ready to be independent. That right. is one big thing I learned right. about LA. Yeah. So, going off of that, when you graduated high school, um, did you go off to college? Did you go straight into the work end? Did you take some time um, off? I went to college. I went to El Camino College, uh, straight out of high school. Um, fucked around a little bit, you know. Yeah, I feel it. <laughs> I realized, you know, school wasn't my thing. I mean, let me not say it wasn't my thing because I, I plan on going back, but at that time it just wasn't for me, mm-hmm. you know. So um, I was hustling, you know, getting, you know, getting money. How I got money, shooting dice, doing what I had to do, you know. Yeah. But I enjoyed it, you know. Like I, like for a while, that money was cool, so I never thought that. I was like, I'm never going to work. Like, I'm going to just be in the streets. Like, I'm going to just be a street nigga for the rest of my life. But, you know, shit. Reality sets in. Bills start really, you know, like, bills start flowing. Yeah, adulting really came. Um, Because I used to go, like, I used to go to school just to shoot dice. Like, I would be, I go to school. I go to school. We shoot dice. And it was just a little wall. Like, at El Camino? Or yeah, at Washington? Okay. Nah, at, at Washington, too. At Washington, <laughs> like, okay. I was going to school just to, Oh, you graduated. I, I was shooting dice. I was, like, I was selling two ways. I was selling my Dutch hats. <laughs> <laughs> man. He was really the mayor. Man, nah, I was, back, getting, back I was getting it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, whatever I had to do to get it, I was getting it. Like, I ain't never robbed nobody. I ain't never shot nobody. But I, I had ways of making it happen. Um, you know, you know, I was in the club a lot, you know. Meeting people, you know, you just meet them people. It's networking, you know. So, like you said, a side side hustle, right. hustle to yeah. a hustle. You got to figure it out, and then, you know, like like I said, like adulting here. I got, I got, I finally got a job. It was like, okay, like legal money ain't that bad, you know. <laughs> you know, still gonna shoot dice. You, you're exactly, exactly. I got money now. It's coming right back because I was getting paid every week. I was oh, working. Uh, my first job was up against the wall. Okay. Um, it's it's a clothing store. It was like the okay. it was like at, in it was in two thousand three, so um, like that was the most popular clothing store in L A. Like if you needed the fly shit, like you went there. You know, like so I was like I was I was I was cool. Like okay, I'm you making good money? No, like I'm a, I'm gonna transition into like 
who like how I became like who I am. Mm-hmm. Like, like I always been cool. Like I'm not. It's not no cocky, arrogant shit. But like I did so much as a as a, as a teenager. Like I didn't limit myself to like one area of the city. Like I played basketball. I played football. I like I shot dice with different niggas. I fucking I, I skated at the skating rink. You meet people from all across the city. You at World on Wheels or another I was, one? I was at World on Wheels. I was at Skate Depot. Skate Depot. Yeah, so I, like I was skating my ass off. I was at just at different. Like I didn't limit myself to just doing these certain <laughs> activities. I like went all over the place. I was at different house parties. I went to. I was going to parties at St. Mary's, you know what I'm saying? At just different girls' high school, just just meeting people. That so, exactly. So like, people ask me like, "How do you know these people?" I'm like, "Shit, I've known them forever. Forever. I don't even know how I know people, but like, <laughs> they know me, know, right?" So then, like, getting the job at the mall, like everybody came into that store. So then I met people doing that. You know what I'm saying? Then I was in the club, <laughs> so meeting people in the club. So it just you know, little by little, little by little. And then like, I'm not a bad person. I'm not like I don't I don't burn bridges. I don't. Like, I'm not negative towards anybody. Like, I believe my personality is very welcoming. So, like, people just fuck with me, you know? So, I feel that. Now, going off of that, um, if you had to give credit to somebody just throughout life, um, before you moved out or moved on, you know, to become an adult, uh, who kept you, uh, not alive, but do you give, do you, did you have a role model um, in the male perspective? In the male perspective. Like, even one of the OGs, like, one of the homies, like, or was it just the group that you were like, always with, or? Like, I can't say that I, I did, you know, like, I kind of, I figured a lot of shit out on my own, mm. you know, like, I didn't really gravitate to any, you know, like, I kind of were my homies, but, like, as a, anybody older than me, there was nobody I looked up to, and I, like, I, like, I always use that, I always use that as to, like, why I, like, I didn't go as far as I wanted to when it came to, like, basketball. But there was nobody to tell me like, oh, like the women are gonna be there later. You know what I'm saying? So like, the, like I start, I get old, I got older. I'm hooping, like getting a little attention from girls. So it's like, oh shit, fuck basketball. I'm gonna go kick it with oh, girl. Keisha. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> what's up, Keisha? <laughs> <laughs> but nah, like I didn't have anybody to just like tell me, like no, nah, like just chill, bro. Like focus on this. Like so, I do that now with my little homies. Like, bro, like all that shit gonna be there later. Like, you know, so. You know, but no, nah, I didn't have a role model coming up like that. Like, I had my uncles, but like them niggas, like no shade, but like them <laughs> niggas, <laughs> niggas wasn't cracking like that. You are tuned into the Say It Loud podcast. Say it loud. It's funny. It's deep. It's lit. Say it loud. Say it loud. Best podcast I've ever listened to. And we're back. Say It Loud podcast. Still sitting down with my man, Mr. Butter talking to him about growing up in LA. Now we're going to transition into what he wants to put back into the city and what he's done for the city so far. Um, going off of your passion, you kind of started this thing, um, this little group. It's a small group. little small, uh, you know, little meetup, little right. pull up. Right, like pull um, up. That started to turn into something very, very amazing for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And um, at least from the outside in, it's, it's starting to become a true passion of yours. That you've taken a lot, lot more on with, mm. and you're dedicated to. You mind Definitely. to? Uh, you care to share a little bit? Yes, 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 yes. Keep it 100. Formerly Front Runners LA. Shout out to the crew. Shout out to all y'all who uh, who, who out there. Tim, Stella, Phil, uh, Jordan, Vic. Jordan, Vic, uh, Tay, Juanita. There's a bunch of y'all. Uh, Courtney gonna get mad because I didn't mention everybody. Else. <laughs> <laughs> uh, shit. Shout out, Phil. Shout out everybody, man. I love all y'all. Um. But nah, it's 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 everything. Like other than my daughter, the run club and running is everything to me. Mm. 
Um, I started running about five years ago. It's, it's a funny story. Like, so because somebody because somebody at Run Club asked me last night, "How did you start running?" I started running because I had gained some weight. Right, <laughs> I was I was in a wedding. I was in one of my best friend's wedding weddings, and um, I went to try on the pants at the at, you know for the for the groomsmen, and they were like, uh, "I told them this was my size," and they were like, "Nah, you can't fit that." Bro. <laughs> <laughs> they were they were like. They was like, no, you gotta, you gotta get a bigger size. And I had like about a month and a half, like maybe two months until the wedding. So I was like, hell no, I'm not going bigger. I'm gonna just, I'm gonna get in these pants right here. So I locked in, bro. Just start. Like I didn't have a gym membership, so I just started running. Like I had just had my daughter, so like you know I was her mom, so like I was eating bad, like whatever she was eating. Now you know late night, let's go. She wants some pizza, some ice cream. I'm eating, you know. So I like. And I've been an athlete my whole life, so I kind of, I pretty much just fell off, you know. So I started running. Shit, one mile turned to two, two mile turned to two miles turned to four, and shit, you know. Now we have, you know, keep it one hundred, keep so, it one hundred. So yeah, I, ended, I I did lose the weight. I did get into, the, into those pants. Little flat tummy G yeah, on the side. You though. feel <laughs> not at all. Um, but um, yeah, so that's how that was that was my run journey. So like throughout. Say for the next couple of years, I I'd be I'd run consistently, you know, about four miles, you know, every every few days, you know, I push it to like six six to eight sometime, but like that was kind of like my that was it for me. So mm-hmm. and then um 2017, uh Phil, you know, everybody knows Phil. Shout out to Phil. Phil told me you are gonna run LA Marathon next year. So he told me this in November of 20, 2017. Mm-hmm. I never forget it, and he was like, "We're gonna train for it," because he had done he had done three before that. So um, he was like, "We're gonna do it." I'm like, Shh. "I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm like, I'm never gonna run a marathon. Like, you're out of your mind. Like, nope." Twenty six point two. Right. Right. Holy. Right. right. Yeah. So like, I was I was running and like you know posting on Instagram and like you know people showing love to it, but it was just like I'm never. I was like I'm never gonna run a marathon. Mm-hmm. So shit, we started training. And people who think it doesn't, it, it takes you a year to train for a marathon. No, it took it took me like two and a half months. So, <laughs> but I mean, I was already in pretty decent shape, but like we just turned it up. So, um, was that now you don't have to go deep into like the training regimen for the two and a half months? Was, was that running like were you running like 10 miles a week then? Like, um, did you, uh, did yeah, you, like well, I, yeah, I upped it to about like 20, 25, like 20, let's say 20 miles a week. Okay. So, you know, but it'd be different type of runs. It's just not long distance. You're doing sprints. You're doing some hill work. You're doing gotcha. different, like, interval work. But, um, yeah, we started January 2nd. March twenty, March 18th was the race. Mm. Uh, I did it in four hours and nine minutes. So, and, like, doing that. Other than, like I said, other than having my kid is the most amazing thing I've ever done in my life. And that, um, you know, and while I was training, like, I was documenting it. I was posting videos and things like that. So, people were like, oh, can I come run with you? Can I, you know, blah, 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 blah. Can I pull up? Yeah, like, you know, but then I'm like, come on, like, show up. Like, so, where we, where we run Saturday at the beach, in Manhattan Beach, like, that was, like, my training route. So, it was just like, you know, come on. Like, if you're more than welcome. I'm going to, I have to be here anyway to train. So, right. like, just come join me. You know, people ask me to come up, pull up. They wouldn't show up. So, um, the marathon passed. So then, I posted, I posted uh, on Twitter and Instagram. If I started a run club, would you would you come? So the first one I did was April seventh, twenty eighteen. Hmm. So we had a uh, 
we, uh, people showed up. It was Stella, Kenny, Francois, Marquez, uh, Nisha, Diana, Tim. And I feel like I'm forgetting one person. I, I feel like I'm forgetting one person. I'm sorry if I'm forgetting your name. Um, but no, nah, I appreciate all you guys for pulling up. So that, that was my, right. my first run. Oh, Mimi, Mimi. Shout out to Mimi. Um, there you go. So, um, that was the first run and, you know, we did, we did two miles the very first run, you know, next week I had just three people and then, mm. you know, I just kept, I just kept at it cause I was going to be there anyway. So. And this is all in Manhattan Beach. This right? is all in Manhattan okay, Beach cause like Culver City hadn't even started yet. Right. So. This is all in Manhattan. So, you know, we start getting more people, you know, generating more people, you know, people, people taking notice to it. And it's just like, I don't care how many people come, like, I'm going to be here regardless. I got to be here. So yeah. Just pull so up with me. Pull up, you know. So, um, later on, in, like, towards the end of the month, beginning of May, I started Tuesday nights, you know. And Tuesday nights took off to... Shout know, out to the Culver City squad. <laughs> yeah, Tuesday nights. Tuesday, Tuesday nights, the Culver City took off into something, um, you know, it, it became... After a while, it started becoming bigger than Saturday, you know. So a lot of people, a lot of people don't want to wake up Saturday morning. I get it. Um, Tuesday became this huge thing, and then at this, at one point for like three months, I wasn't even at the Tuesday runs. Mm. Like for like two or three months, because I, I was working. Right. I was working evening, so I'd Facetime like before the run and motivate everybody. Yeah, like trying, you know, you yeah, give a give, give give a little pep talk, you know. So like you know Tim Stella they were holding DJ they were holding it down for me you know so I appreciate y'all and um, you know like I never I run, having a run club was never in my goals and everything like that but it's been probably the most amazing decision I've ever made in my life um, so much has come from it um, I've you know we've done so many different activities we've Fox. we've done. What have we done? We've done. Uh, so I got there in what November. My first run was in November. Within that time, I did a breast the breast, cancer, the breast walk, cancer walk run. Okay. I've done the Nike uh, fun. You did the bus. The, you bus. Did the Nike bus. I've done the blue ribbon run with okay. you all. I've done my first five k in L A. Okay. I did the L A. Big five k. Uh, shoot, I think I did one other one. I, I just missed the bubble run. Um and then you've done the so we done we did uh tons of stuff yeah we did uh run the oceans with Adidas we did yep. those that a couple weeks we did uh we I teamed up with uh Marshawn Lynch and uh Beast Mode we did some stuff with them that's lit um it's been a bunch of stuff you right. know but like my thing is about like my I started this just to get my friends and family on a road to just better health bro like. Health and wellness is big for me. Like I, you know, I try to stay in shape. I try to eat, eat well. Trying to be a baddie. Yeah, you know your... what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying. Baddie alert. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> but um, no. Nah, um, people just being healthy is, is huge for me because I don't want I don't want people to try to get healthy because you're forced to or like because you have to. Like when a doctor tells you, well, you need to work out now, and it's like, oh shit, it's late. Like it's yeah, reactive. Yeah. So let's let's try to be ahead of the curve. You know, like you don't have to come out and run five miles. Just come out and just give me a little bit of effort and you'll be fine. Like no one I tell people it's not always fun, but it's always worth it. Nobody ever like if you're listening to this, I'm quite and if you've listened to this, if you're listening to this and you've run ran with me before, you've never walked away from a run like, damn, I shouldn't have did that. Mm. You know, like it's always worth it in the end of in the, in the, at the end. So it's um this is very dope. You know, the support has been amazing. Um, you know, a lot of you know I'm i I'm I'm 
I'm doing this big. St- I'm doing a lot of big things with Nike, and I, I, you know, I couldn't have done it with all without you guys. So I appreciate everybody that's ever pulled up, and everybody who's gonna pull up. Like it's a very, very dope. Act, uh, the weather's starting to get better. We know the fair weather runners oh, yeah. are coming like, soon. Last year in the summertime, when I wasn't even there, we were getting 80 people. Jeez. And this is like, and it's, and it's 80 black people. Like, mm. and that's the thing. Like, black people don't run. Where I come from, running isn't a thing. And shout out to my Caucasians that come out. Shout out to my Asians that come out. But you know, shout Latinas out to, that come you know, out. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to all ethnicities <laughs> that come out. But like for us, like this just isn't a thing. Like running long distance isn't a thing. So I'm trying to make it cool. I'm trying to make it fun. I'm trying to like make it. You know, it's very, it's very, very. If you've been with us, it's very, very inclusive. Like everybody, you know, you're not left out. Everybody shows love. We're hugging. We're high fiving. Um, praying and pray and out. All that. So. You know, pull how, up. How does it feel um, to take all that back? How does it feel in a little over a year now to have, like, taken so many strides? Like, from going, like you said, from pulling up seven people to the next week three people to going to 80 people and you're not there to putting a name on it. Right. To, you know, getting these, you know, these these events and right. these things behind Butter and not only just Butter, but, you know, what you've built. And now coming out with Keep It Run 100. How does it, like, when you look at what you've done for the community... Like do you, I, you do it very selflessness, like without your name on it. But how do you feel? Like how does it make you feel, bro? Like it's, it's amazing. Like it's, it's. I'm not trying to pull tears. I'm no, 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 because like, yeah, like y'all know, like, I, like, like, I, like I've in this past year, like I've, I've cried, like tears of joy, like people would never understand. Like it's never. I haven't cried this much ever. It's just cause I sit, I sit at home and just like reflect. I look at pictures. I look at just different moments, and it's just like. Damn, that was dope. Like, I never thought I'd impact people like this ever in my life. Like, I walk through the street, and people are like, oh, Mr. Frontrunner or Mr. 100. Like, oh, yeah. I see you on Instagram. Like, keep inspiring. Mm. You know, I've never, I never thought I'd hear that. Or, like, one of the runners told me I saved his life. Bro, like, I never expected to hear shit like that. Mm. So, um, it's been an amazing year. It's been an amazing journey. And it's only gonna get better, but the, the feelings I get, the feeling I get from it, I can't even really describe because I never in my life thought I'd be touching people's lives like this. When it comes to uh, to go off that a little bit, when it comes to the the butter regimen or the the recipe to quote unquote becoming a runner, um, how do you create a habit? Like, well, if you had to give like a two step, three step into like. The run, butter, run. If, oh, like if you want to be like as as far as like training. If somebody, like, yeah, even if somebody's just like, I don't run, but I want to come out. Like you know, is it is it just about just come out and walk the you know no. two miles? Yeah, just or, come out and give some effort. Like and 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 the fact like we as adults we don't do like group or team activities like that. So to come out and get that kind of love when you show up, it it, it helps people. Mm. That's why I created the group aspect of it because. You know, to get to, to 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 team up with people you don't even know. You know, we all. I I, I always tell people find an accountability partner. You run with somebody you never even met before, but you got to pushing each other. Right. It helps. Like people go home like feeling good about themselves because they they did more than they thought they would before they even came. So you build that friendship definitely sometimes definitely. And then you know, for those people who sit at home and. And tell me, oh, I don't want to be last. I don't want to be embarrassed. Like, it's not even about that. Like, nobody thinks about that. Nobody's worried about that. I always I always pose the question to people. If your child came to you and told you, like, 
about about a situation they have they have going on in their life, like school, let's say, and they're like, "Well, this is going on, but I don't want to be last, or I don't, you know, like what would you tell them?" Mm. You know, and people are like, "Oh, you're right. Like I can't tell my kid don't do it." You know, so I try to tell, I try to, you know, tell adults that, yeah, you, that like don't run from it. Like it's just, it, I'm, you can don't run from it, <laughs> but. Um, <laughs> But no, just come up, come out. It's a good time. It's it's a very it's a very dope experience. It's only gonna get better. It's, we're on, we're only going up from here. So I don't want people to like try to get on the train with you know, with you know we, we already halfway full down the line. You feel yeah. me? Like trying to, try to get on the band on the bandwagon. You know when it's when it when it's cracking because it, it happens. Like I've been posting, and this is no shade to nobody, but I've been posting the same eight o'clock runs on Saturday for forever. <laughs> like my time hasn't changed. But then when I post, like, oh, we're doing something with Nike at 8, it's like, oh, I'm, I'm coming. coming. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> I get it all the time, bro. Like, you know, like, and then it's, it's crazy. So, like, I appreciate those who have been consistent. And, you know, I know who you guys are. <laughs> I know who the, you know, I know, I see everything. So, right. shout out to everybody, man. I feel that. Uh, last question about it. Um, when it came to the Run Club, like, what made you want to turn it into a, like, foundation or like what what's the the drive what's the legacy um, that you want to create with making a run club if you're allowed to say um yeah i'm allowed i just like it, it just goes back to just being healthy hmm. and in the society we live in now everything is i mean like there are a lot of people doing health things but we're in a very lazy like in a, we're in a very lazy place you know like you you can order your groceries and they'll you know what I'm saying they're, they're drop they're, it off they're drop they're being dropped off to you like you're 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 like I I drive I drive Uber and Lyft sometimes you know what I'm saying so I picked up people and dropped them off a block away you know like it's mm. just like you could walk that right. you know so I just want people to be active and then with the kids like you know the kids like I have a five year old I try to keep her as active as possible. But like, shout look, out to the child front runners. Yeah, child keep running. Hunters, my bad. <laughs> hey, uh, I haven't call, called her the wrong name. What's up, Ashton? Uh, <laughs> but, um, um, but no, like, I just want, I just want people to be healthy. I want people to be active. I want to, you know, I want to help the kids because it's so. It's I want to fight childhood obesity. I want to, you know, it's a, it's a real thing, bro. Like, I look at so many kids and they like, they don't want to do shit. Like as 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 a teenager, as a as a young kid, like I was always out. You know, me and my homies, we were, we'd walk. Like I, I used to walk from school every day from high school. I would, we would walk to my one of my best friends' house. We were we, we were walking like three miles. I look at it now like that was you know it's a pretty cool distance, right? But we walked every day, right? Like, it was a natural. It was, it was natural. yeah. It was just like okay, we'll meet up. We gonna walk, but like kids nowadays, they have the they have the Ubers. They like, and I get it. It's scooters, a, electric scooters. Yeah, and I and I get it. It's a, it's a, it's it's a different type of world because it's a lot scarier now with all the creeps. But like, shit, like tell your kids to you know help. Like parents are lazy as well, so like it falls off onto their kids. Mm. Like, cause par- parents aren't active, their kids aren't gonna be active. So you know, help you know go outside, play catch with your son, go shoot, go, go shoot a couple baskets with your son, go. You know, go play hopscotch with your daughter. Just like get out and just do something. Come out to Run Club. Come out to sure. Run. Yeah, bring your kid to Run Club. Like you know, we got strollers. We got a stroll. We got stroller patrol. We got people <laughs> gonna push the stroller for you. You know, um, we got dogs. Right, we got everything out there. Um, so yeah, just like don't just sit around and you know like 
wait till it's too late, and then that's when you'd be like, oh, but I need your help. Like, nah, I'm like, you know, like, I could have been, we could have been ahead right. of the girl. Could have so. been helping you. Oh yeah, say it loud. It's a little West Coast throwback for you. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to Say It Loud Podcast. Listening to this episode with my man, Mr. Butter, Mr. Keep It Run 100. Like he said, we are here running. We run in the streets. We have all locations, not only on his Instagram and other social media platforms, but also on mine. You can always reach out to me. Just like reaching out. If you know anybody else you want to get on this, keep sending me them DMs. Keep emailing me these people. I see everything and y'all are uh, truly helping me support not only somebody else's platform, but somebody else's voice. So for that, I'm forever grateful. Until then, let's ride out. All right, all right, all right. Last part, Say Loud Podcast. My man, Mr. Butter, is still sitting down with me. His assistant just hit me up, said he doesn't have much more time. (laughs) So I'm going to get him out here very, very soon, but... Going off of the last question I asked you when it comes to legacy and uh, kind of what you touched on, not only loving running, but, you know, having a five-year-old daughter, uh, what was fatherhood like when you first found out? Bruh. (laughs) (laughs) Bruh. (laughs) Bruh. (laughs) Bruh. Man. Okay. That's interesting. Um, I got the news. I got the news. I was like, Okay cool like this is what this is what we gonna do um it it made me an adult mm. it made me grow the fuck up like you know because as a male you think you know every fucking thing like 20 to like 20 to 30 <clears throat> you think you know you just know everything and he man yeah like can't nothing touch you whatever but having a kid like that takes that takes your drive, your determination, like your 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 work ethic to a level like at least it should, you know. Like if you're a real man, a real father, like you realize that you're about to be in charge of someone else's life, bro. Like so fucking my daughter was coming. I wasn't working at the time. I tried so many different things, like just to try to like make sure my family was okay when my daughter got here, bro. Like I, I signed up for like a trade school. <laughs> like, I went to a trade school, bro. I dropped, I stopped going after like the third day. <laughs> but it's a funny story with that. So I went to this trade school and then, um, you know, it didn't, it wasn't really working out. So that third day I left, I got home and my house I got broken into. Oh. December 13th, 2013. You're good with these dates. I yeah. promise you that. Yeah, things just stick out in my mind. So December 13th, this was, this was, uh, Right before Christmas, I had, you know, gifts under the tree for my unborn child. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Just like, just trying to do the, like, all that right, shit was taken. Right, do it right, yeah. Maybe all that shit was taken. Like, I thought oh. I thought I was cool. I had all the kicks. So, like, all that was gold. Oh. So, like, you know, that helped, like, shift my mindset. I'm more, like, that's what made me want to help people because, like, the, 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 the materials and things like that didn't matter to me. So, especially, like, me having a kid now, like, I'm really focused on, like, making sure things are right for her so you know god works in mysterious ways i ended up getting a job god don't make mistakes um got a job was able to you know make things happen you know and she came april 1st 2014 wow april fools baby no one believed that she was really like i'm so so much of a jokester nobody believed me when i made the call like she's here but um it's been it's been the most 
amazing thing that has ever that's ever happened to me. If you know me, like I'm always with my kid. Like fatherhood is the greatest shit ever. Um, prior to prior to front runners and keep it 100, I created another foundation or another you know situation called Rock W R O K. We raise our kids, mm. so I was doing and I'm gonna bring that back. But I was doing events with fathers and daughters just to show that there are positive fathers in the community, like picnics, father-daughter dances, you know, things like that, father-son brunches. So, like, father, father, fatherhood is number one. It's like, that's, that's, over, that's number one over everything in my life. Like, she comes before anything. Her running, like, I have two kids there. It's crazy because, like, I call them my kids. Well, she's my kid. Running is my, uh, keep it 100 is my kid as well. Their birthdays are a week apart. So <laughs> their birthdays are a week apart. April 1st and April 7th. Right. So during those times, I'm very broke. I did her birthday party. We went to Great Wolf Lodge. Then the next week, I did the one year. Yep. One so, year party. But the, so, okay. Let me back up a little bit. So March 24th was the week before her birthday. It was the Sunday before, so that's when I ran the marathon, LA Marathon, my second LA Marathon. The next week, her birthday, the next week, the one year. And so I am physically and financially drained. Just hurt, just recuperating. Right, but like, I love every bit of it. I love everything that's come from all of that, you know, um, but to just be back in the fatherhood, like I wouldn't trade it for the world. I want a bunch of, I want a bunch of kids, bunch of big head babies, little butters running little around. Butter, here. Little butter, little butterheads. Hey, ladies. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Trying buddy. to make the next generation you, you feel, right. You know, you know what I'm saying? Find a queen, 2019. Oh That's the move. My gosh. You know, so we gotta. Nah, I, I just want to. I have a lot of love to give, and I want to just, you know, continue giving to my. You know, I don't like people always say like, kids cost so much. You figure the shit out, right? <laughs> you know, like you figure it out. Like it been time. It's, there's been times where shit. I had two pennies to rub together, but Ashley gonna eat. That's right. the, that's the motto. Ashley gonna eat. Right. So I have to do whatever it takes to make sure she's good. You know, she she likes she loves California fish grills. So we, you know, we there a couple times a week. Make it work. You feel me? Gotta, I gotta I gotta have the money to to, to 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 feed her. You know, that's cool. Now, going off of that, um, you know, you're saying find a queen 2019 and all that <laughs> stuff. So, uh, co-parenting, mm-hmm. how... That's cool. How's that been? It's cool. Because cool. you guys were best friends prior... Well, you guys were very close friends yeah, we're, prior we're, to... Yeah. yeah, we're good. Like, we, we, we were good. Like, it's not one of those, like, awkward <clears throat> fucking baby mama, baby daddy situations. It's like, no, like, we're not going to have, like, two separate birthday parties and shit. Like, no, we, we're good. Every, we were, we both realized that everything is about Ashton. Mm. Like we like it's funny you see you mention that because like for Ashton's birthday, like we, like we we do a lot of stuff together, right? Family stuff and um, like we take pictures. So if I post a picture, like <laughs> like people are like, oh, like you guys back together? Or like you know, like chicks would probably say something like, oh, you guys are back a little together. slick on the yeah, like a little slick shit. <laughs> like damn, like y'all just y'all just used to baby mamas and baby daddies beefing. Like no, right. we took a picture. This is for my kids. So shut the hell up. You mm. know what I mean? Like, it's about the kid. Right, it's about the kid. Like, we, we're forever going to take pictures. She's forever going to be in my life. So, if you don't like it, bye. You know what I mean? feel that. 
Now you ran across this marathon. You ran across the finish line with Ashton. Ashton and my niece. And your niece. How did that feel to be able to do that? I had two things planned. (laughs) I was either going to, I didn't know where they were going to be. So I didn't know if I was going to be able to grab her Mm -hmm. or grab them. If I could grab them, I was going to crip walk across the finish line. (laughs) So one or the other other was going to (laughs) happen. I'm glad I was able to grab them because my, my feet were hurting. Okay. Oh, man. So, like, no, I, I, I grabbed them, and they they didn't know what was going on. They were surprised, but they were just so excited to be running with me. Like, mm. they just want to be a part of whatever it is that I'm doing. Like, my niece, Imara, shout out to you. That's my first kid. You know, like, my sister, my, she's nine. I think I'm old. So, like, she's like, she's like, she's either eight or nine. She's nine. She's Public nine. math. I got right. you. But, um, no, that's my first kid. Um, she's she you know her and Ashton I raise them like sisters so mm. they do everything together they're always hanging out um so yeah like, so they, they were just excited to be running and like when it, when we crossed they were like why did we stop I'm like I'm done I'm done <laughs> right I'm Y'all done run right, right but not <laughs> okay, like, auntie. you're right so them uh being able to experience that and you know witness that was very very dope to me and like those pictures I'm gonna get framed and you know that's dope. Be really, really dope. Now, going off of that, going off the running and all this stuff, um, when it comes to the legacy of Butter, um, you know, you've, you've been awarded for, you know, breast, like being a breast cancer ambassador, a breast cancer awareness ambassador. You've been awarded for doing things in the community, doing things with, you know, rock, you mm-hmm. know, and things like that. What is what is the the life legacy of Butter? When you, when you, you know, awesome this done. earth. I just want I just want people to know that I will you know I just want to be known as something. It's twelve like, o'clock. Thank you. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> I just want people to know that you know he 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 helped his community. He changed lives. He and it's not it's not I didn't do it for any financial gain because I don't charge to for you know run club. I'm doing this out. The kindness of my heart. This is what I. This is what I'm passionate about. Running is my passion. Helping people is a passion of mine. Um, I do. I would like a statue in front of Slauson's Why Me. <laughs> like, I feel that. Hey, I think I deserve on. one. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, shout out to not relationship goals. <laughs> I went there the first time after listening to y'all's <laughs> interview because I I ain't never been. But you was like, yo, Slauson Swap Me is where it's at, and right. y'all was talking about they got this, this, yeah. and that. So I was like, shit, I gotta pull up. Right. So I finally went for the first right. time. So shout out to that. But. <laughs> My bad. Like no, Slauson is like that. Like it's like it's a it's a huge it's a landmark to me. Like like it's on Western. Everybody knows, but like there are just certain landmarks. Like say for example, when you aren't from LA, you you think of just like oh like the the Walk of Fame is a landmark or like the Hollywood sign or like Randy's Donuts and things like that. But I have my own like hood landmarks. Right. uh, Slauson is number one. Louisiana Chicken on Manchester, you know what I'm saying? Uh, Word on Wheels, you know, just like different, you know, just like different little things that like I feel should be represented, you know, Um, and that people just that people just don't really get to see because all this like, I mean, I don't want to call it bullshit, but like it's like the stuff that's not really LA is being portrayed like on the on the on the bigger scale, like. I tell people it's not about it's not about the Kardashians. It's not about loving hip hop. It's not like that's not what we're about. Like it's cool people down here in South Central, and Inglewood and Gardena and you know, all over the place down here. So come come check us out. We're we're 
wonderful people to be around. We're real people, you know. Like I keep that fake shit north of the ten. You know? so, <laughs> so, oh you man, know, man. Nah, but going back, going back to legacy though, like I just you know like I don't I don't want praise or anything. I just you know like he did his shit for like he did his stuff for South Central like because that's that's my city, you know. So. South Central is love, man. Yes. Hey. And last but not least, last question, or last statement, I should say, um, you know, just kind of, I always ask this to everybody at the end of it. It's a kind of a letter. Um, usually I have him write it to an older self or younger self. Um, you being a father of two, one in the physical realm mm-hmm. as a daughter and one in the passionate realm as Run Club, um, I kind of want you to write a letter to your Run Club um, nation like you run a nationwide run club now mm-hmm. 15 years from now what would your what would your letter say to you know incoming members or wow. you know at like a conference wow yeah wow that's deep that's a good question um dear runners turn up <laughs> wake up and kill shit that's what we do here you know <laughs> you know me i'm all about fun i'm all about excitement i'm all about you know having a good time and that's what we do with, and that's what I do with in every aspect of everything. You know, like I don't, nothing's too serious with me. So like, just, let's just come have a good time. We go home, we be happy, you know. So just come and turn up, come, come and kill shit, you know. Very short letter. You know, very short, very straight, lovely straight, letter. Straight to the point. I feel that, I feel that. Well, hey, Mr. Barack Butter, I appreciate you coming out Thank with you. me, man. Please. Thank you. Shot us out, shot Amen. everything out. How do we hey. how do we come out and run? Amen. How do we get on this batting treatment for the summertime <laughs> all year round? Um, shout out first of all, shout out, say it loud, how Jordan, yo, you've been amazing, you know, in this time that I've known you. Um you've been supportive. You've you know, you called me during, you know, some tough times. I've called you during some, so I appreciate you. Um, so yeah, keep this thing going. I wish you the best of luck with everything. Um, but yeah. Instagram, Twitter, Barack underscore Obutta. Barack like the president, you know. That's my big homie. So Barack underscore Obutta at Keep It Run. The number 100 is the run the run page. So at Keep It Run, the number 100. So that's the, that's the run page. Um, what else is there? At We Raise Our Kids. It's a bunch of stuff, you know. Just, just tap in with me, hit me in the DM. I respond. Um, I don't ignore anything. I, at least I don't think I do. <laughs> I respond to everyone. I'm easy. I'm, I'm very easy to find, you know. If y'all, I pull up at whatever, you know. If something's going on, y'all turning up. I'm there. Y'all, y'all need me to come to church with you. I go. If you need me to, if your kid acting up in school, like, I go talk to the teacher. If you can't make it, you know, like I'm, I'm always here to try, just try to help. Um, um, I can't pay your bills because I'm broke. So, uh, but uh, <laughs> nah, uh, I appreciate everybody for listening. Thank you guys for having me. You know, what days are the runs again? Oh, Tuesday nights, Culver City, uh, Veterans Park, 8 p.m. Saturday mornings, 8 a.m. We meet at Sand Dune Park in Manhattan Beach, and we are about to start a Thursday night run at 7 p.m. from Sip and Sonder in Inglewood on Market Street. So, uh, stay on the lookout for that. We're about to. You know, take over the city of Inglewood as well. So, come on out. Show up. Pull up. I feel that. Well, hey, nonetheless, once again, this is Say Loud Podcast. You've sat down with the mayor, 
while he was still free of fees <laughs> to get him to come sit down with me. So I appreciate it. I love you, and I can't wait to see where this goes. And the rest of y'all out there, my followers, my listeners, thank you so much for rocking with Say It Loud all the way this long. This is episode 47 now, I want to say. So we've been rocking, we've been rolling, man. But hey, nonetheless, until the next episode, stay black and stay woke. You are tuned into the Say It Loud podcast. Say It Loud? It's funny, it's deep. It's lame. Say It Loud. Say It Loud. Best podcast I've ever listened to.